from that little mermaid attraction at the Magic Kingdom. It's Fish Sean Woo. Chief Woo Woo. Tinkerer of magic bands. And I'm sitting here on this little mermaid attraction, but I'm welcoming in you guys, the Malkin Nations, the Malkins, the Malwets. You're getting ready to listen to the next episode of the Magic Our Way podcast with Danny, Kevin, and of course, Lee, maybe Eli, and maybe Mr. Anonymous, who knows, roll them guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us, as always, is the official travel agent of the Magic Our Way podcast and the man who sneaks his Mr. Goodbar and his movie treats in his pants, my weekend nation. You ain't never had a friend like Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> you mean bing bong, right? Bing Dang bong. it! Yes, redo that. Sorry, I, I couldn't remember the phrase. No, Do we're leaving that in. That's funny. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. <laughs> bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Um, okay, well. I'm going to just leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> and that voice guys of course you heard uh, we have the proprietor of ivory comics which can be found at www.ivorycomics.com the man who enjoys interesting conversation welcome to the show mr eli ivory hey eli hey what's going on am i am i still am i still on here because he said you know in the intro it said maybe it may be Eli. So is this something I don't know about, like, I don't, my I, out the nation? You are reading way too much into these fish on Wu <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're giving Sean secretly slip. We want we want to subliminally put it in Eli's head that he he might be on the show from this point going forward. Or just leave him out so that way he subtly gets the hint that he's not invited you, back. <laughs> you, you, you laugh, but that's happened to me before the job. So that's oh. <laughs> That's yeah. what it, they subtly hint to you. It's that's like, my that's my purple fear talking. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> your purple fear. <laughs> All right, guys. The Magic Our Way podcast is New Orleans-based Disney fan podcast. We are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. We encourage the Mal Weekend Nation to be creative with us and let your inner artist come alive. Find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at www.magicourway.com. Why should you listen to us? Well, aside from the fact that we are entertaining as heck, we know our stuff. We will explore any and every angle of any topic presented on the show, and we allow any and all opinions from our listeners to be presented. We want to be the all-inclusive voice of the Disney fan community. All right, on Magic Hour Podcast number 81, we will be discussing, of course, some news, some listener comments, and today we'll be talking about our emotions. Yes, we're going to be getting in touch with our inner selves, exploring what makes us tick. My weekends, we are talking about Inside Out, the latest creation from Disney Pixar. 
Real quick before we move on, I just wanted to thank Paul Schaefer and the CBS Orchestra since they've been out of work for cutting that track for us. Yeah, you know, I felt bad. I felt for bad. The, for the show. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I called up Anton Fig. He's a drummer. And I was like, look, mm -hmm. dude. Man, let me let me get you on this podcast. You know, we, uh, you know, it's not Dave, but you know, we're the right. next, we're the, like the number two. We're the next best thing. There you got you go. a good heart like that. You look out for work musicians. I, I got to man. Yeah, I know that's to. a that's that Disney spirit, man. I hear you. Home run. That's it. Yeah, just have a magical day. That's right. That's right. So the Magic Our Way Orchestra will be with us from here. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they've been christened. That's right. I like that. Yeah. The Magic Our Way Orchestra. All, All right. right. That's what, maybe we should. We're the only podcast that has our own orchestra. How you like that? There Absolutely. That is something. When that note, guys. This enough of this jibber jabber or maybe we need more of this jibber jabber because <laughs> we have our own orchestra now but anyway, we, either way let's go make some magic be our guest be our guest put our service to the test tie your napkin all right man so we got the first thing up we got from lee regarding denise mcgregor so lee go ahead and take it away yeah just a quick shout out to denise we talked to uh, about denise before uh, she's our friend from down under. She's from Australia. Uh, she got back with me this week, and come Monday, the 22nd, we will get her all booked up for a trip all the way from Australia to Walt Disney World. So Dang. Uh, by the time this actually airs, uh, we, she should be all booked up and ready to go. So awesome. thanks, Denise. We really appreciate it. Well, good on you, Denise. That's awesome. And I'm if you'd like, Denise, we'd love to have you on the show, so that way you can give us uh, the rundown on your experience booking with friend like Lee. Yeah, we're still searching for somebody that's booked with Lee just to kind of come on the show with us and kind of talk about everything. So. That's all right, man. Just freaking overlook me. It's okay. Yeah. Wait, what? I said just overlook me. Overlook you. Well, I, I booked with employees, Lee. Employees. Wait, what? Employees what? Oh, the Magic Our Way podcast are ineligible for any contests. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, prizes. I don't, I don't remember getting any employee discount. What happened? <laughs> you did. You got a book. You did get a booking bonus. I did? You did. $25. Oh, that's right. I did. Times yeah. three. Yeah, but no, no, that doesn't count because everyone was available for that bonus. Well, you we, still got it. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I want something special because <laughs> everybody was eligible. So were you. Was he entered for that Olaf plush? Oh, whatever happened with that? I don't Send think anyone it. ever got it. <laughs> you, I about to say, did you ever give that away? Someone got it. Send me my plush. I don't have it anymore. Who's <laughs> next? All right, and we got a little message from Mr. Anonymous. Yeah, Richard says, Danny, Eli, please don't take my prior comments the wrong way. There's room for all Yeti on this big, wide world. Mm-hmm. And the big blue world. <laughs> There's brown yetis and white yetis. <laughs> it's brown and white. <laughs> you know it. Shamo. <laughs> I'm not standing in line for you. <laughs> so thank you, Richard. Yes, there is room for all of us in this big blue bright world. And yeah. No, we didn't take it the wrong way. No. We were just having a little bit of fun. Everybody's a Yeti deep down, I think. Yeah. There's, they're all pink inside. No, yellow <laughs> Yetis. I hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how to drive. <laughs> Make awesome kung fu movies, so I have no problem with them. You know. <laughs> you ever notice that yellow Yetis are good at math? <laughs> well, once you go Asian, you never miss an equation. Who's next? And speaking of prizes, um, so this week I was checking my mail and I got this big package in the mail. I was like, man, this looks cool. What is this from? This looks like something Disney related. So I opened it up 
And I come to realize that somehow Doc C never got his prize. Uh, sir, if we have your address wrong or something, the package was denied. He got lost, got mixed up somehow, but I still have your prize. It got sent back to me. So, uh, Doc C, Josh Coco, please email us back. Let me make sure I have your correct address and I'll get your prize back out to you. I don't know why we gave you a prize. I don't remember what it was for, but I know it's yours. So please just write back. Let us know your address so I can make sure I get a resent and we'll get you your prize back out to you, sir. So first you don't send me my Olaf plush, and now you're not sending Doc C his prize. What's going on with the mail over there in Texas? Uh, uh, flooded, probably. <laughs> it, flo- it floated away? <laughs> yeah. So the package like floated back to your house. Yes, I just found it floating in the gutter. The wind <laughs> just blew it back. Interesting. What is this? The big package. Yeah, What's I was like, ball? man, I haven't had a big package in a long time. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> His wife like, you never had a big package. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no one uses the mail anymore, Lee. FedEx. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> that probably is the problem. <laughs> Who's next? All right. Lastly, on guest services, we're gonna kinda, we brought this up last show. But we want to kind of remind the listeners, um, send us your top moments from the uh, first 99 shows of the Magic Way podcast. Um, we're fast approaching episode 100, which we, I think we guesstimated to be around November, which happens to coincide with our anniversary. Mm-hmm. So uh, listeners, I mean, that's plenty of time for you guys to go back and listen to all the old episodes. <laughs> and hopefully during the summer, I will be re- releasing remastered versions of those. Cause if you could tell the first few episodes, uh, we didn't, we didn't get the technology right and they're a little quiet. So maybe hard to hear. And there's a lot of background noise, but we've gotten better. Through the years, yeah, of we have better Xbox. background noise now. Yeah, we have better background noise now. You know, we get we got Animal Kingdom in Lee's backyard. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, let's uh, email us, man, magicrowayatgmail.com, or you know, you can call in, whatever, get in touch with us somehow, and send us your top moments from the Magic Way podcast. Was it the Cricket Lives Matter <laughs> issue? Was it Operation Turkey Leg story? Was it uh, any of the, the DV, any of the DVC show? Was it any of the trip reports with uh, Danny's brother-in-law Aaron? Listen, if you haven't heard those, those, you know, that's, I think that's how we hooked Lee. <laughs> yeah. When we first mm-hmm. did those, he did those trip reports. On the balcony, yeah. On the balcony, yeah. Yeah, beers on the balcony and everything else. So those are, those are great. If you haven't listened to it, go back. I'll make sure I'll repost them and you look for links in there. So guys, enough of the guest services stuff. Man, let's head on to the queue. Alright, so it looks like uh, we got another movie in the works here from Disney. Um, it just seems like that Disney is going ahead with Maleficent 2. Although there's not many details, everything's a bit sparse. They don't know who's directing. They're not even sure if Julie herself is going to be in it. Um, but it looks like it's uh, definitely a go, man. So, um, Danny. <laughs> yes. Um, Maleficent 2, man. Um, what you think about that? Uh when I first heard about this, I, I experienced a large range of emotions, the kind of emotions that one would encounter when going through a period of, of grief. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you will, yeah. The yeah. seven stages? There was five. Oh, it was five. So five may- stages, yeah. Maybe if we could, just like inside out, can we have an insight to your stages that you've been through? Sure. Doing? Well, first I went through denial. No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 hell no, 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 
I refuse. No. <laughs> yeah. And and after denial, I, I, I moved on to anger. No, God. <laughs> no, God, please. No, 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 no. Then from anger, it was a, it's a quick ride over to bargaining. No, 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 no. <laughs> Inevitably, depression set in. No! No! And finally, I came to acceptance. No! <laughs> no! 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 Well, how about a contest? <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm... I'm okay with it yeah <laughs> yeah um uh, lee i imagine you're excited sure why not, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> you're gonna go to the drive-thru and see this one it might be the drive-thru not the drive-in yeah Let's drive through this one <laughs> <laughs> drive past it right i love that this was such a a, a hit that whether Angelina Jolie wants to or not, they're doing this. <laughs> That's bad, too. That's a bad side. Yeah. We're going to get another actress. If she's like, I don't want to do it, and they got another actress to be in it, it's like, how do you top her? Bigger cheekbones? I don't know. Get Meryl Streep to do it. She can act in anything. Mm. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep as Maleficent. Maleficent's mama. <laughs> mama Maleficent. Mama Maleficent. <laughs> 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 Mama Livison. Mama Livison, that's right. <laughs> Big Mama Martin, Livison. Martin Lawrence is starting yeah. it. <laughs> Big Mama Livison's house. Mama Livison goes to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you better Medea put that dragon in the yard. <laughs> All right, guys. So, for, you know, you hear those five stages of anger. Is that right? Five stages of anger? Is that what it's, it's called? Five stages, it's five of, stages of grief. Oh, of grief. grief. I'm sorry. So yes, it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally acceptance. Yeah, I've been wanting to give away a t-shirt on this show. And so if you notice, if you go to our merchandise shop on the website, magicarway.com, um, I'm going to send you one of those t-shirts that we currently have on stock. So if you can identify all five, and let's, uh, let's see, maybe we want to give them a week, and exactly a week from when the show gets released. Yes. All right, so send us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. Make sure in the subject line you put Maleficent 2. That way we can find them easily and then check your answers. But identify all five of those clips, and I will send you a T-shirt. A Magic Arway. You'll be the first one to get a Magic Arway T-shirt. So, how was the first day of school? It was fine, I guess. I don't know. Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Did you guys pick up on that? And as you can tell by that audio, we're talking about Inside Out, guys. It's a movie that just came out. By the time the show comes out, it'll be out for a couple of days. So we'll be curious to see how the results come out with this particular production. We took in a showing of it just the night before it was officially to be released on June 19th, which is tomorrow, for which we were recording. All right, so guys, just to warn you, uh, this is going to be a spoiler-filled episode of Magic Row, at least in this particular segment, because we're going to talk about Inside Out. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, you may want to skip this little section, come back to it once you have seen the movie. Or if, you know, if you're not affected by spoilers, I'm not really affected by spoilers. You know, we've mentioned about this with attractions. I'll watch videos and stuff, and it just makes me want to see it more. 
then by all means, man, keep listening to us. But uh, you have been warned. So there you go. I love spoilers because whenever I'm on the fence, that helps me make up my mind. Like, oh, that's not cool. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Do I want to see it in a movie theater or do I want to wait till it comes out on like Netflix or something? Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go around and let's kind of get some initial thoughts about what we thought about this particular production. So uh, anybody care to start? Anybody have any uh, pending opinions that you really want to kind of get off the chest? Like, did Yeah, they... I, I'll start with this. Okay. I was chatting with uh, some, a friend of mine. And I said, look, you know how on Toy Story 3 at the very end where they made everybody cry? I felt like Pixar sat around on their the writer's table and said, hey, let's make a whole movie just like that. <laughs> let's make everybody cry for like the whole movie. <laughs> now, so Lee, were you texting through the movie again? No, this one I was not. Um, <laughs> were you crying? I, there you may be- have been some people chopping onions in the, the theater. That's all I'm saying. I won't say that I was crying. Uh, it was was an emotional movie to me i thought it was hey look there's no shame in admitting that you cried i might have shed a little you know i might have had a little leakage in the eye area sissy (laughs) i didn't (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean i I felt like it was like to me this is probably the least geared towards kids pixar movie i've seen yet that's my initial thoughts on it. I mean, there are definitely some funny parts. There's some kid-friendly parts, of course. It's not a non-kid-friendly movie, but I felt like, man, you know, I don't know if my 10-year-old really enjoyed it as much as it seemed to be geared more towards a teenager uh, type of movie. Well, there's a lot of complex things that are happening yes. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I was just saying that with Eli after yeah. we got the movie. It's a very... Uh, you know, I almost want to say that maybe your 10-year-old appreciated it on a different level than some sure, other guys that could uh, appreciate the complexity of what was actually going on in that movie. Yeah, I mean, he laughed when, you know, the guy fell on his face and stuff that you're supposed to laugh at if you're, if you're a kid. But yeah, it was a very thought-provoking movie to me. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Uh, that's the first thing I told Kevin well, after I did it. I was like, God, they must have like a ton of psychiatrists and human behaviors. They gave them some consult on that because they were they were throwing out some real technical terms on, on there and yeah that was that's pretty heavy I mean yeah. that was a heavy movie exactly exactly so um, any other thoughts we talked about the complexity uh, Lee squirted a little tear for a second you know <laughs> is there any uh, any any other kind of emotions that you may have felt like when Bing Bong passed away. No. <laughs> Not Bing Bong. <laughs> I didn't care for him at all. And then, like, He's like with, the Jar Jar of the movie. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah I, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, what a dirty looking imaginary friend to have. Like, <laughs> I had way better dressed imaginary friends when I was a kid than him. You know, he was freakish. But did you have a flying uh, wagon with broom rocket with rainbows coming out of its butt? No, I really thought, you know what, I, I'm not, I thought the rocket, I mean, the, the wagon, I thought it was going to talk or something at some point. I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it didn't. Oh, like the wagon was going to be a character? Yeah, I just, I don't know why I just thought that it was just going to do that, just the way the movie was, because it didn't, you know what I mean, the movie didn't have any kind of bounds to it. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. tied to anything. It yeah. didn't go like, anywhere. You were like, Bing Bong is not cool enough. This wagon better do something cool. Yeah. I, it's, like yeah. The, it's like the magic carpet of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, like, so, I mean, I get it when he had to disappear or whatever. 
I get that, but like when he was like, "Oh, go without me," I was like, "Good, please." <laughs> so when when he faded away, you were fine with that. I had no problem with that at all. <laughs> it was just like Titanic, man. I mean, that might be cold to say. I mean, I get why they had to do it, but uh, though I I didn't. I was I thought it was initially you really could take two ways from it because it's like okay I get it. He's an imaginary friend. She's growing up. He's not needed. Or you could just yeah. say he was really fat and was holding the wagon down. I mean, you know. It felt weird watching it with my five-year-old daughter next to me. Because, and I made sure, like, before we, we, we went, like, you talk about spoilers. Like, I knew that this was going to be a complex movie for her to understand. She can't even keep the character's name straight in most movies that we watch. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll go see Shrek in five minutes in. Who's, who's the big green guy? Shrek. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You know, um, so before we went, we went to Barnes and Noble first and I got the little golden book mm-hmm. so I could read her and it's like the movie in like 15 pages or whatever. And she had a little bit of trouble understanding. So it's in my head and it's like, yeah. And the only thing I can say is like, maybe it helps younger kids understand emotions yeah, a yeah, little bit I better. Can I can see that. I could totally see that. Um, but beyond that, I'm not sure that any of the other really cool stuff in there really resonated. With, I'm not sure she really understood what else was going on. Yeah. But it is weird to see because you're watching with these young kids and you're like, this movie is really about the death of adolescence. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that running through the movie and it's very, it, the, the message is poignant. Like, I'm with you, like, bing bong. Yeah, okay, the character, uh, he never really caught on with me, but I guess it's supposed to really catch on with you. Like, if, if you were a kid and you had an imaginary friend, it's like, now you're calling back your memories of your imaginary friend. So it's like, oh my God, I killed my imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> if you look like that, I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there were some, compl- but you know, this is kind of like the hallmark of, I think, of all Pete Doctor uh, films, which by the way, that was like, just to start off, I've never had a film where the director comes on screen beforehand and says, thank you for watching my movie. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, I missed that. I missed. I had to go and get the popcorn. So I missed uh, the very, very, very beginning of the movie. Yeah. He was nice. I mean, it was nice, but then, like, I guess as an artist, I was just kind of like, man, are you spitting in my face right now yeah. or what? You know, like, you just say, hey, psh, I'm lucky. I get to make movies I like and, you know, use my art. So thanks for, you know, paying me. And I'm like, hey, I want to do that stuff. I want to do that. Actually, it made me suspicious because I was suspicious. in my head. Yes, because in my head, I'm thinking to myself, oh, wait a minute. So if this movie sucks, I'm going to be like, yeah, it sucked. But he was so nice about yeah. <laughs> asking me to watch it. But you feel bad for yeah. not liking the movie. He, it ma- was nice. He was like, nice. Now that I've met him, I can't really you know, can't slander his bad. film. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say that it did have all the hallmarks of of a Pete Doctor movie, which is why I kind of I went into it with high expectations, but also tempered some of it from, from the aspect because I mean when you're dealing with you know um, what was the name of the lady who played uh, Joy Amy uh, Poehler Amy Poehler, Amy yeah. Poehler. Yeah. Amy Poehler. Bill Hader Louis Black who's one of my favorites uh, Mindy Killing you're talking about really funny people and so how can you not have an expectations for a very very funny movie well you know for that many funny people it really wasn't that funny of a movie you're right yeah and that's exactly yeah. what I was getting to is, is that's the hallmark of these Pete uh, doctor movies is that you have funny people and like I, the first Monsters Inc. That's why I wasn't such a huge fan of it because I felt it was overly sappy. It was like when can I enjoy this movie a little bit more? It just it, it seemed overly emotional. Uh, Up was very overly emotional. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. this, so, I mean, this is kind of what he does. So it's not that surprising 
that this is how the movie turned out. I was going to say, though, um, it's a, a small counterpoint. Now, the parts where they were just zooming in and out, and, like, it was a part where the daughter was talking to the parents, and then there was this part where you got to see inside the parents' heads yeah, as well as the yeah. daughter's heads to see how they all interacted with each other. Now, that's just for me being a, you know, a, a, a parent and everything like that. I got a good chuckle off of that. Cause oh, that you're right. That was outrageously funny. Oh, yeah, 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 because one thing that I noticed, one thing that I noticed was that while the, the kid had joy that was leading the thing, the mom had sadness. Yes. You know, <laughs> and then like the dad had anger yes. yeah. you know, that was leading. And, and, and I was like, oh, man, that's. That that's so good, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. you really would have had to been more of an adult to appreciate. It. I mean, if you're if you're somebody that, um, you would have had to have gone through pretty much all different stages of life to have watched that movie and be like, oh, I get it. But if you were a teen watching that, you'd be like, Is my mom depressed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, my dad right. that angry all the time. <laughs> but you know, the thing of it is, is that that scene was was put out there a long time ago. Yeah, that's yeah. The, one of the, the yeah. main trailers. One of the trailer not, things. It yeah. was on the trailer or whatever so, you want to call it. Yeah, so one, the funniest part of the movie was already put out there well before you actually watched the movie. Like, that was the benchmark. And I think that's what we're talking about here in the sense of, like, going in there with high expectations. You see that and you're like, oh, wow, if that's just on the trailer, that's going to be great. And you walk in and you watch the movie, and what you saw in that trailer was the funniest part of the movie. See, the only part I really saw uh, prior to seeing this movie was... I'm I'm not going to lie. It was a State Farm commercial, and it pretty much showed the end uh, where she's, you know, she's she's playing hockey, and then, like, all of the personalities have gotten together. Mm -hmm. That's the only part I really saw. So, really, I didn't go online to watch any of the trailers or anything like that, and that might have been something for me because I I didn't have any high expectations going into it. Mm -hmm. Now, there were some parts, though, that were a little ambiguous, like when... um, Let's see, what was it? Like, the part where they went into, like, abstract thought land or whatever. Yeah. That made no yeah, sense to me. Yeah, that's pretty out there. Mm-hmm. That made no sense to me at all. Like, they, it's like, okay. That, was, that to me, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, the illustrators just wanted to show off a little bit. <laughs> okay. You know? They were, being... were like, oh, look what we can do. And we can make them into this. And then we can make them flat. And then we can make them 2D. And then we can make them 4D. And then we can do this. So... I don't know. That that was the first thing that came to my mind. Was like, oh, they're just like really trying to show off right that now. That makes like, sense. Their animation skills. You know, the first thing that came to my mind was that uh, Willy Wonka part where they're in the boat, mm-hmm. the psychedelic trip thing. Mm-hmm. Why is it going to the next room? That's what it started reminding me of. Well, because okay, like not to put too much continuity on things and nitpick, but it's like okay, uh, now you correct me if I'm wrong. I, I get it. Imaginary guy. What's his? Bing, Bing bong. bong. He can't read because he's half elephant, dolphin, and cat. Okay, I get that. Then, did you say he can't read? He, yeah, he can't yeah. read because they had a big sign that said danger. Yeah, it said danger. Oh, okay, okay. And he was like, "Hey, look! It just says go in and let's turn into objects." But You're right. But sadness, you know, sadness was like, uh, "I don't know. We should go in here because I read the man's like, no, forget the fact of reading the manuals. You can read." <laughs> it says danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to say. The obvious point, right? Yeah, and then your joy. You're somebody that does these technical. You work this console that controls a person. You can't read the sign. That's all. I, that was the only thing that that took me out of that whole part. That that whole part was, you know, it was just like this guy saying, "There's danger." Y'all all can read it. 
that was a great catch. I didn't. I did not pick up on that. But you're right. Yeah, she could yeah. read a manual. She should have been able to read unless. No, I was going to say, unless in the brain world, the language is a little bit different. But no, they were all in the they brain. They were all in the brain. Yeah. I mean, she all she said was, I think I read in this manual that we shouldn't go here. And then, like, the, the Joy characters like, yeah, but it's a shortcut. And all of a sudden, this person said, hey, it says danger. Mm-hmm. Don't you read? <laughs> well, you know, that's not the only part that didn't make sense. Like, at the very beginning, where they're watching a the movie, and Sadness just keeps inexplicably touching the balls and turning them blue. Yeah. yeah and, and she just kept doing it. And you're yeah. like, why is she doing that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but that that actually, if you think, of, oh, this is the way I took that is at the end of the movie, you understand why. Because Sadness eventually has to take over. That's the whole, that's that's to me was the whole point of the movie. Like it's okay to be sad. If she would have just been sad at the beginning of this movie and let it all out, then uh-huh. then we would have been fine. In mm-hmm. other words, all this carnage happened because she could never be sad. There was no. Like, she didn't want to be sad because sad. Her, parent, her dad was already stressed out, mm-hmm. and they were moving, and she felt like she was not allowed to be sad. So that was that's the whole point of the entire movie is that it's okay to be sad, and that you know. If she would have let the parents know that she was sad, then that would have been the whole movie right there. I can buy that to an extent, and and I ter- certainly took that as the message of the movie. But at the very beginning, like it'd be something if if she said like, I f- I have to touch this. I don't know why, but I have to do this. So that way, when you find out later on, oh. Something within me told me that I needed to do this because yeah. otherwise you're forced to believe that, well, if she would have just never touched it to begin with, everything would have been fine and she would have handled it a whole lot better. Right. Like you would think like, okay, if the kid is happy all the time and sadness, if sadness doesn't listen to you when you draw the little chalk circle, if sadness don't listen to you when she's touching stuff in the core memories, like don't touch it, sadness. He's like, yeah. I just want to touch it. Why'd you just send Sadness out to Happy Land or, you know... Go get us a sandwich. Yeah, throw it in the pit. The kid was always happy after that. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I know I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I see both sides of it. Like, from the standpoint, like, I understand that that's what they want you to do afterwards. Right. They want you to rationalize it like, yeah, there you go. You need to be sad. Yeah, I understand that. But the whole thing happened, not because the, the, the characters, the, the emotion knew to make her sad... But because for some inexplicable reason, she kept reaching for something that didn't make sense. It was like, uh, you know, I understand if, if something was said, some kind of exposition, like, no, no, I, I need to do this. Right. I don't know why, but I need to do this. So that way, at the very end, you could put it all together. Right. The other characters define themselves very well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, my personal favorite was anger. That, yeah. That's my personal favorite. Yeah. But, you know, they define who they were really well. And yeah, sadness. Uh, not not as much. And I I didn't care for like my my daughter likes sadness the best, and I think it was probably because sadness in the end ended up being the hero, right? Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, by the time we got out, she liked disgust because she was the prettiest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so go figure. So that moment in time, she went through a couple of emotions. There. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I did like in each of the heads that they showed. You know, when you looked into it, all the all the emotions looked the same. Yes. You know, except they took on the character, the person they were in. Sure. So the the, the mom anger. had all the had. They're yeah, all girl. Sadness characters. still looked like sadness. You know, you could yeah. tell 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 who's who. Oh, yeah. that was funny. Well, that yeah. was. But that that again that raises another question. Well, so the when what happens as you grow older? Do your characters become like? <clears throat> Riley's got three girls, two two boys. Yeah. 
do they all become females? Because that's what they lead you to believe as you get older, all your emotions become more masculine or feminine. Or maybe when they hit that puberty Ooh. button, it starts to happen like that. Yeah. That's it right there. There's, of, there's part two right there. Yeah, because when you hit, when uh, I guess when she ran into that kid at the end of the movie at the hockey game. Mm -hmm. Dude, all the, that was all the, the boys are going head. nuts with mm -hmm. the the girl alarm and stuff. So <laughs> that was fun. Right. Yeah. Girl, girl, <laughs> girl. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what the puberty button is, man. It's like also it just anger's got to be a girl now. <laughs> Unless Raleigh becomes a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> that world was trippy. I I lost track after a while. Like I just knew the. The lands yeah. that they couldn't break. I thought it was going to be like a Back to the Future the thing where attached, she was yeah. going to disappear from existence or something. Yeah, well, you know, and that was, I was, I was wondering about that. It's like, can you kill Joy? Like, what would happen if Joy would have stayed down there and disintegrated along with Bing Bong? <laughs> would then Riley become emotionally disturbed <laughs> because she was incapable of feeling joy and then have to go on medication yeah. to bring out some kind of a joyful. <laughs> Nah, she she grew up quicker. Actually, I, I would think. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked for people who have been without joy and have those other three. And yeah, you know. But you know, I do feel like uh, I would have liked to have seen more of anger. I, I didn't. That's what's gonna happen in the second movie. There's gonna be nothing but anger. Yeah, because he turns because <laughs> he basically backs. turns into the bad guy in a sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he. Well, they all have like bad ideas: fear, anger, and 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 that is some. I love that subtext. That if you live your life by fear, anger, and disgust, you're just gonna make every bad decision that one could possibly make. Right. <laughs> so I would have loved to have seen a little bit more uh, of Lewis Black's anger. Um, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe this will end up like the Minions from like Despicable Me. Right. Like they have their own movie now. Emotions have their own. Yeah, they have their own movie or whatever else. But let's talk about the uh, subconscious guards, man. A couple of voices that uh, we saw the yes. names we recognized. We got Mr. Dave Goals and we got Frank Oz, man. You Absolutely. Ran. It made a little cameo appearance, kind of like in, uh, it, it almost reminded like those two guards in uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot it was Adam Carolla and I forgot who the other guy was. Um, I can't remember the name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like Duncan and mm -hmm. uh, whatever, the, the, the other donut place. Or they they did that in The Incredibles too, where they had uh, Frank and Ollie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, yeah, that's not surprising that they did that, and it was great that they let him riff a little bit. But yeah, Dave Goals being the voice of Gonzo, mm -hmm. um, Burgard, a uh, couple of characters there for the Muppets, uh, Vincent Honeydew, yeah. and Frank Oz being Frank Oz. I right. mean, that's that's everybody right there. So they allowed them to. And Frank Oz, this isn't his first go around with this, right? He's no. he's been in a couple of other movies. Um, yeah, he was in Monsters, Inc. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Monsters, Inc. He played Fungus. And uh, let's see, I'm look, trying to look at others. I mean, he's no John Ratzenberger, but I, I remembered him being... <laughs> John Ratzenberger was in the movie. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, very short part, but he, I caught it. I was like, oh, there he is. He was Fritz is the name of the character, but he was one of those... Uh, the, repair, the guys that put in a new console? Yeah. He's one of those guys. The, oh. Yes. Like the, I guess the worker bees of the emotional land. Got you. The little yeah. jelly bean looking guys. There you go. It's all working for you. Did y'all yeah. catch the, the shout out to the... Uh, Haunted Mansion? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay, I'm glad. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, amazing. Immediately. Oh, um, when they had the, the nightmare? She yes. The, okay. The music, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard the music and stuff. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Big, big, big props out for, for putting that in there. And they didn't just play no little clip of it. It no. ran for a while. Yeah. So that way, even the densest of Disney fans would have picked up on that eventually. Right. Yeah, that was and really cool. And then when they destroyed the castle... <laughs> Oh, the Princess, <laughs> the Princess Castle. Castle. Yes, it turned right. into, I guess, a pixie it just dust. It turned into pixie dust. 
Well, speaking of pixie dust, I kind of felt that Joy was a little reminiscent of Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with very that. Pixie dusty, yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, yeah, she's Joy. Well, she had the same kind of outfit, minus blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. It was a green outfit, one piece, mm-hmm. kind of a skirt. Yellowish. Similar hairstyle, except without the bun. Yeah, uh, right. Very pixie looking. So, yeah, I kind of felt like um, there was a little homage to... Uh, to Tinkerbell in the design of Joy. So yeah. you said like uh, Bing Bong or, or whatever. He was like a homage to Pink Dumbo. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the first thing I saw when I saw it. I was like, oh, Pink Elephants. There you go. Right from Dumbo. Right from Dumbo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's a psychedelic a, moment. How did y'all like the, the, the recurring uh, Triple Dink gum jingle? That was funny. That, yeah. was, that was very well done, I thought. I loved how they kept bringing that back. I liked that. And it happened in somebody else's head, too. At the, at the end of the movie, when they do that montage of uh, mm-hmm. looking at the different heads, I forgot who it was, but it was a guy. It was it was a guy, yeah. But I can't it was a duty the pizza. Was it him? Was it the bus driver? No, the bus driver had all angers. Yeah, <laughs> of <laughs> different color. Great. Like every one of his emotions were angry, <laughs> <laughs> and they were all driving and they were looking. I remember that because it was that was funny. The dogs were funny to me. The I dogs and the cats, both of that. Like he's got food. He's got food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get the let's food. Get, let's get the food. <laughs> I like that. And the cat spazzing out because there was a cat just walking on the controls. <laughs> the cat just said, screw it. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Started. Yeah, it just went nuts. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, this was just like some kind of earth-shattering movie. or, But it was so like, man, you, they were talking about the subconscious and how, you know, like all these memories and these are the ones that you keep and these are the ones you don't keep and your short-term memory and your long-term memory and even the way like the memories were shaped like, like kind of like a, like if you think about how your brain looks, like all the the, the wavelengths in your brain and oh the shelving that, that they put yeah, the long time it was like in, yeah. it was kind of like it really to me it was like these are all things that maybe you think about like why do I remember why do I remember some things but I don't remember other things right you know or, or why wow. is my memory you know why can I remember something and I'll ask my mom about it and she's like I don't even remember that happening and but you can remember it as clear as day. Yeah, well, the know, whole thing happened. about uh, what's that core memories mm-hmm. and establishing exactly. your personality and all that kind of business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, this yeah. was very like, like you said, Eli, it was a very like psychological movie. Yeah, so, it was know, deep. It was, like, it was deep, man. It was deep, and there was just so much of that going on, well, uh, yeah. just throughout the movie. And that's what I love about Pixar. I mean, this is why I had such high hopes for this film. Is that I always feel like the best movies are when they like, hey, let's look at a world that exists right in front of you that there's an everyday part of your life that you're not even aware of what's happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they did that with Bugs Life. Toy Story was like that. Um, this movie's like that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, well, Monsters, uh, Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. I was yeah. just about to say that. Yeah, Monsters Inc. when they're sleeping. So I always feel that those kind of make the best movies where it's like it, when it's something that you can connect to instantly. You're like, oh, God, that... Yeah, why wouldn't that be a world? Mm-hmm. And then to see how they set out exploring something that is so obvious to you that you're like, oh, wow, they even touched on this. They even touched on that. The imaginary friend, they, they got that in there. They got the subconscious. They got the train of thought. Uh, all those things that they added to it, it just made it, it, it made it seem so much better that the movie was well thought out to that degree. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it also felt like you're trying to get too much in there, you know, for yeah. a little bit more comedy, a little less surrealist. Know. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, we don't need everything. Save some for the sequel, guys. Right, I thought right. it was funny. What they did, what scared me was that they had like the train of thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like the train of thought, like nothing worked when the kid went to sleep. 
except for the movie studio or whatever. Which, I wish that was trippy. I like that. The movie yeah, studio was thing was was funny. Actually, mm-hmm. I I kind of I kind of I love that. Yes, yeah, but I was gonna say I spaced out at, at a certain point in the movie. Yeah. And then, like, when they did the dream studio thing, I kind of came back because, like, okay, now you're just getting too. You, you, I didn't realize it was that heady for, like, a kid movie. But then, like, they did the, you know, the dream production thing. They were like, yeah, yeah. here's the unicorn. And oh, then they had to put the stuff. reality filter. Yeah, the reality yeah, filter. Oh, I love that. that the reality been, filter. And, too, like, okay, so that's why sometimes when you're having a dream, like people are acting weird because it's not really those people. They're <laughs> actors playing those people, so they're not good actors and bad actors. They seem actors. like the real people, and it's like, yeah, man, it's like it's it's almost makes it just makes you think a lot. Like it really was like, oh, that makes sense. Like that's why when you're having a dream that it seems like bad acting because it is bad acting. They're not the real people. It's not real memories. Mm-hmm. They're being made up for you by, by this production studio and this particular actress is very bad. <laughs> yeah, so, I like right? that in the beginning of that whole dream sequence when the the guy's sitting at the console. He's like, "Oh, I've seen this before." He's predicting all the oh, different yeah. scenes. Oh, they're <laughs> not, not gonna have pants. Like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, he's not gonna have pants on. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Oh, of that. Did you notice the movie posters when they went into the studio? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I can fly. I fell yeah. down. I couldn't get. Yeah, up. I'm falling yeah. down a deep chasm. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I, I, and everybody's afraid of clowns. Is that the universal fear? I guess, I guess so. I'm not the, afraid of clowns. But. I mean, I'm not, but I guess that's the, the easiest one to identify as far as fear. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's. Mo- most people, I guess, are afraid of clowns. Um, so, anyway, any last minute thought? Uh, last minute. Any last thoughts to wrap up uh, Inside Out? Any kind of. Like, what are your little emotions in your head speaking to you at this moment? Like, well, let me put it this way. Do y'all see a sequel coming out first? Let's ask that question. Well, they uh, set the sequel up already. Uh, did they? So, did. Yeah, because they're. She said, well, she's 12. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, okay, yeah, so you're right. They've already set the sequel up. I, yeah, I guess, you, I guess you could take it like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because she said the same thing when she was 11. Right, and that's what made this movie. But now she's 12, and that's going to be Oh, and they got to hit the 13. puberty button, so we got to yeah. see what happens during puberty. Oh, yeah, I could see that. They set it up for it, but does that mean they're going to make one? Is they the, might. They the make team. cars too. Why the hell not? And if they do, I bet <laughs> yeah. you they make it more funny, kind of like what Danny was saying. I bet I, you there's more know, comedy. Yeah, kind of like it. Monsters Inc. became Monsters University. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. And then they they put in that um, that nice little thing of the of the One Direction dude. That's yeah. what I call him. The guy's like, I would die for Riley. Oh, the imaginary <laughs> boyfriend <laughs> generator. Yeah, yeah. That you know. So there you go. You'll start that liking was boys. Wacky. <laughs> You know what would be funny though if they just start going like kind of like they they like hey let's take all of our old fr- films and let's live action them Let, why not just take all your old films and do it inside out style like <laughs> let's see what's going on in Marlin's <laughs> head throughout Finding Nemo and then intersperse that with what's going on in Dory's head and so forth and so on. Mr. That would have been a good good something to add in at the end of the credits. Yeah, th- yeah. there you go. Copyright magicrway.com. Hire me, Pixar. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just keep in mind because I guarantee you that that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I agree. I'll go on, you know, before the film starts, I'll go on and say thank y'all for checking out this movie and, you know, glad we got to make it for you and blah, blah, blah. I'll do yeah. that if we get that. Kind of like what they did to end the cars, right? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Well, yeah. they did. They took the yeah. films and they, yeah, they, they kind of gave it a little cars makeover uh, instead. Just like, hey, let's take a famous scene out of, yeah. uh, out like of Toy Story, or Bugs yeah. Life. You know, that, that would actually have been pretty cool. 
I think the the my last comment is I can totally see this movie being used by some sort of psychiatrist or psychologist or something to study teenage behavior and then have them watch it. So it's got a long life to it. Well, I can see any psychologist using this to teach children about emotions. Because yeah, I, I think yeah. that that is a good, like again, so much of this movie would go over any child's head. But I do think that, you know, it helps children understand why they feel sad and that sadness isn't such a bad thing. Right. Um, and, and also the thing of having these different worlds and then breaking them down so you can put them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I dug that. Oh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. and I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I'm actually going to go see it tomorrow with my family. Oh, good. Uh, we planned so I'm curious to see everything. I, like, I can't wait to see that Haunted Mansion thing again. I'm mm-hmm. trying to. And I always look forward to seeing things that I might have missed upon the first pass. Yeah. That's why I like watching the movies a a couple of times. Because, you know, for me, this movie, I don't know how y'all felt through, but usually when I'm watching movies or something, you know, I go through definitely emotional peaks and highs and lows, of course, you know, with Mm -hmm. the the drama as it dictates itself. Uh, This one just kind of kept me coasting, you know, just kind of coasting through the air. It didn't really take me to a complete high or complete low. It was just kind of there. I heard you chuckle a couple of times. Yeah, I chuckled. Yeah, there's a little spikes. You know, there's always a little spikes and stuff. But well, most of the time, it was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm smooth sailing. It's smooth. It's flowing nicely. And that's pretty much it. You yeah, know? I completely concur. I was going to say, um, if, we, if we went through the top five Pixar movies, would this be in your top five? Not top five. Not top five? No. I'm not sure Maybe yet. top Ten maybe is there even ten Pixar movies? I'd have to look at it once more. I, yeah. I think before making the final determination. But I'm kind of with Lee right now. I wanted to put it up there, and I still want to, but I can't necessarily say yes. Like it didn't. It's not. Pics, I'm yeah. gonna tell you this. I it didn't even get going mm-hmm. until about the second half of the movie. Mm. It's not completely a great movie. Nemo is great. Yes. From beginning to end, and it doesn't take you more than one viewing to see that, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. whereas this one, it, it kind of took a little while. It kind of bubbled up, mm-hmm. yeah. and maybe again, I'll appreciate that later. But that was to me is like I was actually pretty bored for about the first thirty minutes or so of the movie. Yeah, see, he was like uh, me, he spaced out at certain. Yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe even the first forty-five minutes of the movie, I was just kind of like, oh, this is cool, whatever. It was like a slow simmer. I didn't yeah. really, yeah, I didn't really get into the movie until the last half of the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. there was so much that they needed to set up. Yeah. I mean, how the world worked, what right. the emotions were, who Riley was, what was happening with Riley, what, investing you to make you care. Uh, there was just so much that they had to get done in such a short period of time. And again, maybe that's why the, the comedy suffered, because it was just too much to get done. It was. Um, well, let, let, let's go with this real quick, then, yeah. I suppose. Okay, it, 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 if you had to give this thing a letter grade, A through, I mean, yeah, just give it a letter grade. Let's see here. Pondering, pondering. I give, give it, a it a B plus. Minus. I, I give it a B plus B. Mm-hmm. I was, was going to about a B, B plus. That's what I was going to look at. Yeah. yeah. I'd say B. Now, this is after our first pass. Yes. Yeah, ask me again like to, next week yeah. when I see it tomorrow. I would like to do another viewing of it as well to kind of see if I still feel the same way. But um, So if that to bring, well, kind of bring this up, um, the Pixar short that preceded this, Lava. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't care a, about a it. Certain degree of emotion to it. Did, do you think that helped to kind of set up what was about to happen? In, no, inside I, out. <laughs> in I fact, I, I really would have wished they would have gone with just straight comedy or something in that opening. Like they did in in 
couple of minutes yeah. what really the entire film of <laughs> of Inside Out took right. two hours to do. That's what, that's what I was kind of driving at. I was, I was wondering if that, because, you know, it's like everything that just happened, you know, I was hearing Eli talk about it. I was like, wait a minute, that kind of was reflected in the whole lava thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of wanted to, you know, go to Ohana actually after seeing that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wanted to go on that's that true. beach, man. Uh, yeah. I want, I want to go to Hawaii, but yes. You're right about Ohana. It made me it made me homesick for the guy with the ukulele yeah. walking around singing. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. singing the thing, and you know, and and, and but uh, I had a yeah, I saw that, and that did not make me feel any kind of thing at all. Like actually, it kind of reminded me of my first marriage. It was like you know, <laughs> I wanted somebody. Girl showed up. I sank to the bottom, almost died. Then by the time I showed up, I was big and fat. Then you know, uh, it was. <laughs> That, was a, that that story was was the graphics were awesome, but that story was terrible to me. They were terrible. Well, well, since you brought up the graphics, uh, let's talk about Inside Out's uh, graphics, Eli. What what do you think about the animation there? Um, anything that stuck out, or was there you know, is it typical Pixar? Or? Nah, you know what? As far as how it how it looked, I yeah. I it didn't. I liked the world that was made, like the overall in the brain in the head. Yeah. Okay. But as far as like you know, I'm no 3D animation guy. Yeah. But it worked, but it didn't put me in there. I don't know okay. how to explain it right. Like the the Joy character, uh-huh. some parts I would look at her, she would look kind of maybe it was just me, but she looked kind of dithery. Like when they closed, like they would zoom in on her when close up. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. looked at like Toy Story. She was th- like a translucent Muppet. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. something was just off. The like glow I, you know. And everything. Yeah. I noticed that too with the glow and everything else. It was, yeah. It was something funky when you zoom in on her. Like somebody, it looked like somebody had like uh, adjusted the resolution on my monitor, and mm, okay. you know, and she yeah. was just kind of off. But I, I kind of agree with that to an extent. I kind of felt like Joy was like, really, that's the best character design they could have done for this character. Yeah, you know <laughs> the the wide-eyed Tinkerbell look uh, with the Marge Simpson coloring didn't do as much for me as, uh, as some of the other designs that I saw in there, but uh, I, I was surprised. Like, I thought they nailed sadness. I thought that was a good look. I thought they did great with anger. Fear. Fear was funny. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. Disgust. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, but uh, yeah, I do. I do kind of feel like Joy looked like the most. Um, Is it because she's the only one that has kind of like a glow about her? No, it had nothing to do with the glow. I okay. appreciated the glow. It was the wide eyed kind of rounded. She looked mm. like one of the aliens from uh, Close Encounters. <laughs> you know, it, it was just something amorphic about her that I couldn't quite... The, the, the style of her, just she didn't resonate She's well. kind of flat. Mm. If you see a chick like that in real life where her eyes are that wide up, she's like, yeah! You just <laughs> run. That's all I'm saying. Run. <laughs> just go. Just yeah, go. Just go. Cause she, she, you know, because when she does change on you boy you got problems you know all right so let me ask y'all a question brave yeah. or inside out i go with brave i go with inside out uh lee i'll go with inside out yeah brave was i didn't like the whole people turning into bears and stuff I didn't get that. okay okay uh how about wally or inside out mm. Mm. man see i know that everyone is you're supposed to like Wally. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I, it's supposed to be a great masterpiece. I understand, Lee. I, understand. I liked Wally until the humans came into the, the picture. Oh, and they were all sitting <laughs> If they just left all the humans out of that movie, I would love that movie. Yeah, put me on the. I, I liked Inside Out more than Wally. Thank you. Yeah. I did. Wally was very depressing. 
it was almost a push for me, but more thought about it. It's like I think I actually like Inside Out. Better. Yeah, I do. I it felt would, more. It would edge it out. Mm-hmm. I felt more Inside Out than I did in Wally. Yeah. yeah. All right, a Bug's Life or Inside Out? Bug's Life. Bug's Life. Easily. Inside Out. Yeah, I think I like Inside no. Out. Oh no, y'all! Look, I just watched that with my child the other day, and it does not hold up. It is not as entertaining as that. She, like, lost interest. Like, oh, my wow. child's interest was at least held by this movie. I don't remember being overly impressed by A Bug's Life. I remember it being a good movie, but watching it back, I was like, yeah. This I'm going to have to watch it again because I, yeah. I, I put it in my top five. I like Bug's Life. Yeah. Maybe six. I entertained Maybe. the notion of doing that, but can I tell you, it fell, it fell down towards the, the bottom half of the Pixar movies for me. All right, uh, let's see. What about um, Monsters, Inc.? The first one. The first one, or Inside Out? Inside Out. Monsters, Inc. I think I like Inside Out. Inside Out for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this film isn't as far back as, as, as we're kind of thinking it now is. Now, what about Monsters University and Inside Out? Oh, man, that's a tough choice. Mm. I'll, I enjoyed Monsters University. I thoroughly I was, enjoyed in- Monsters University. The only reason I'd go with Inside Out is because I'm going to give them credit for being original. Right, right. I'm going right. to go. i going to give them credit for being original and heady about it. Yeah. Okay. The Incredibles are Inside Out. I, I know what you're going to pick. Thank you. All right, Kev. Let me think of this. Do I need to say why? No. No, <laughs> I think you explained it on the last show, <laughs> or one of the previous <laughs> shows, I believe. <laughs> We talked about it. Incredibles or Inside Out? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Lee, do you have one? Because I'm still thinking here. I'm like, I'm like, you know, come back to me and I'll order. The more come I'm looking at it, the I'll more order. Inside Out is moving up without really doing much. I mean, I like Incredibles. I like Incredibles too. But I didn't think that. The, I think that the Incredibles was low on humor and sappy as well. Sappy? Not as sappy as this movie. No. Uh, maybe not as sappy as this movie, but sappy nonetheless. I mean, it's all about family. I mean, but, that's the two themes that okay. both both of them have, but it's not as sappy as Inside, as Inside okay. Out. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that Incredibles is not as sappy as this, but The Incredibles was less humorous than Inside Out. Inside Out was funnier than The Incredibles. There were more comedic moments in Inside yes. Out than there were in Incredibles. Lee, thoughts? Kevin's still thinking about it. I am still. Yeah, I know it's a this tough one because Incredibles is not not even in my top five. So I'm with Lee on this. Me and Lee are, are one on this one. I want to give it to yeah. Incredibles. Mm-hmm. By, by by a very small margin. Yeah, it it it's it's you know, a it's, photo it's not, finish. It it really mm-hmm. is. It w- it would almost be a push for me, but it's like it. I felt the exact same way after watching Incredibles that I watched. I felt after watching this movie. I liked it. I thought it was good, but it I it didn't. Re- you know. All right, l- l- let me ask y'all questions on this one. How, yeah. about, how about we move beyond this? All right. So you voted for The Incredibles. Yeah, Lee has voted for Inside Out, I believe. Yeah. All yeah, right. I'll go with that. Okay. All right. Is anybody going to put it ahead of Toy Story? No. no. Is anybody going to put it ahead of Cars? I could. I, you see, I wouldn't no. do that. No. Okay. I could. No. That story was just too predictable. I, but okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you know, maybe it was because I went into Cars expecting to hate it that the bar was so much lower. That's what it was for me on this movie. Uh, you see, wow. That's, it's, it's, like I said, I saw a State Farm commercial. That was the most previews I really <laughs> had on it. <laughs> All right. Finding Nemo? No. 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 I, no. Okay. I like Bruce. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ratatouille? 
Oh, uh, no, Ratatouille. No. I give it to Ratatouille. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Ratatouille like is the hidden gem that just doesn't get the love mm. it should get. As, as I thought as Ratatouille looked great. It I did thought, look great. Yes. I thought it was yeah. incredible, though. Animation. That, that made you want to go to Paris, for sure. Absolutely. Well, not having no rat cook my did, food, though. Who did that? Do you all know who did that? That made me... Die. Oh, uh, man, that was an amalgamation because, remember, they, they screwed it up at first. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. right. And, and they had to get in. And I think it was Brad Bird that came in to help fix it. Yeah. Well, it's um, a good thing because that looked great. I yeah, thought it, oh, yeah, it was very um, crisp. Unbelievable. Um, so, okay, I think that's it. I mean, what Toy Story 2? Do we say, oh. No. I, I don't know if we go ahead of any of the Toy Stories. Yeah, it might go ahead of Toy Story 3 for me. Yeah. But not Toy Story 2. Emotionally, though, Toy Story 3, I think, takes it that way. Mm. Eh, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, 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 I like a little bit of emotion, but... I, I don't need that much of it. You don't want it like shoved out your throat. I don't. Uh, I yeah. really, mean, really, yeah. really don't. Yeah. You know, if I wanted that, I'd watch Downton Abbey and, <laughs> <laughs> and get it that way. I'm going to uh, go see a cartoon because I want to be entertained and I want to I want to laugh a bit. Yeah, I well, agree with speaking that. Speaking of emotion, what about Up? Oh, that's, that's a good one, up. Kev. Um, like the art in that one. Yeah, and I up, did too. Yeah, the yeah art a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, that was very stylistic. It looks good, yeah. Wow. Because this one, uh, I guess, up hits you with a lot. It does. Mm, at, yeah. Up front. I mean, it knocks it out the way, and you're like, what? Boom, you're in there. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. I like up. I like up more. You know, Inside Out was more imaginative. Up wasn't, but I, I got to give it to Up. I think Up was a more complete movie where it hit upon the emotion, the humor. Yeah. And, and... Humor is the key for you on that. It one. is. See, that's, yeah. that, that's where I'm at with this movie is that it was it is a good movie. I would definitely recommend anybody that's a Disney fan go see it. Mm-hmm. But it's not a complete movie. It just it doesn't it doesn't keep you from from point A to point B as being a great movie. It has good parts. It has a lot of interesting elements, and you know it's like oh that's a good little twist there, and that really made me think. But it didn't like really like from the beginning to the end. I like this movie. Yeah. It was just, I like some parts, some parts I didn't. It just was, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just like, you can't compare it to Nemo. You can't compare it to Toy Story. Those are great movies from opening scene to ending scene. Last question on this one. Sure. Okay. So there's been a, a heavy rumor going around that if, um, if this movie is successful, that this will be what takes over the imagination pavilion. This will be what fixes Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, Captain Neo, it'll go in that theater over there. Would y'all be okay with that? Oh, yeah. Over what's there now? Well, yeah, granted. Yeah, no, I mean, so anything's just, uh, an improvement over what's there now. <laughs> so is, is it a comparison of um, do we want to bring like the Figment Dream Fighter th- st- thing back ver- versus having these guys move in? Oh, th- that's an option. Or would they be both, you know, can they live in harmony? Like they would be the 3D movie? Attraction that goes with the Dreamfinder Figment ride. Sure, you, you, it, it's your world, baby. You can create whatever you want. I could do that, and then have the Inside Out guys also move upstairs to the Image Works. Okay, I could take. I, I can. I can have them live harmoniously. Okay, I'm with that, Lee. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have any problem with it. it. It's. It seems to fit well. You know, it's. It's all these like abstract, you know, thought processes and stuff. I think it would do good. How does your mind uh, create imagination right, kind yes. of a thing? And yeah. It could be educational, too. I agree with that. Or would it be more suited for, like, Wonders of Life Pavilion? 
which is uh, tend to more of the human body and, and science and all that. Are you trying mm. to run before you walk, baby? I know, I know. <laughs> I'm I know. with you. You're right. It just, is more geared towards. Yeah. But, I mean, in fact, Imagination Land just existed as its own separate entity. The emotions had nothing to do with it. You right. don't know why it was there. Right. It was just there. So Imagination Land had really very little to do except for the fact that it was just one of the other things in the human mind. So you're right. It, it would belong over there before it would belong in Imagination. Right. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, one thing at a time because I don't think <laughs> I, I think you have a better chance of getting it in imagination before you do of them saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's reopen that. Let's little, get the yeah, broom and yeah. open." <laughs> yeah, let's clean up in there. Let's yeah. get all the, uh, the 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 food and wine and stuff out of there. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I would be good to see. There's a lot you could do with that without going to crazy detail. I I would I'd be up for that. Where else? Yeah. If you didn't put it there, where else could you put it? Oof. It could be a ride on itself. Tomorrowland. You could put it in Tomorrowland. I'd, I'd take it in Tomorrowland. Yeah, you know, what's called I'm Dr. So-and-so, and we're going to go into the human mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. is it any less of a fit than the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor? No. Right. Pixar anything Land. else? Hollywood Studios. You can, break, yeah. you can put anything back there in Hollywood Studios. It, it's just an amalgamation at this point. And, yeah. Because it really has no purpose. Um, I mean, they have a little Pixar place over there where you can... They got a lot of Pixar, in. yeah. Yeah, um... Uh, so I guess, yeah, uh, Epcot seems like the logical place. I think probably the best place for it. Now, I'm, what you could do, all right, let's say the emotions from the head take over the ride-through attraction that Figment was on, and then you do a separate film featuring Bing Bong as the host of the film, taking you through Imagination Land and different little things. And the, the emotions could play a little cameo role in there here and there. But, I mean, Bing Bong is more the imaginary person. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, he he would probably... Uh, That'd be a good start to the, the story. You start from where he was almost like... Uh, where he was erased, and then, like, because of your imagination... You bring Bing Bong You bring back. it back. Bing Little Bong stuffed back. Bing Bongs everywhere. Yeah. Not yeah. abstract Bing Bong, though. <laughs> that was scary. Just, yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind a, a ride like that. If you think about, like, the opening of Jurassic Park, the movie, how he takes you through, mm -hmm. like, you know, this is where we grow the eggs and this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind having, like, a Bing Bong as a host, like, taking you through the mind and saying, hey, this is where you store your memories, your subconscious, this, that, and the other. I think that'd be kind of a neat little attraction. What, what if Figment... Especially if you're a room with all the, the long-term memory stuff. I mean, imagine entering a big room in the ride and it's mm -hmm. like all of a sudden all these me these memory things make you want to go bowling mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> That's, i was thinking about bowling the entire time <laughs> just because it sounds i'm sorry Dana, what were you i was gonna say what if we get the figment rod but it's it's with bing bong added to it and then the, the emotions take over like you know figment's taking you through the imagination it's like whoa what are you doing here and it's bing bong it's like, I don't know. Somebody just struck me up. And then there's your little correlation for, for the ride through and you put the, uh, the emotions in the movie. I mean, you could play it a couple yeah. of different ways. I could take uh, uh, over what's and then there now. I'd take any of that. And Figment and Bing Bong lead you through Imagination Land. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that, there's options there. Copyright Magic Our Way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's, there's definite options there, I think. You know? Yeah. You know. So, guys, uh, as you can tell, man, I thought... This was a very exhaustive uh, analysis of this movie. I thought we explored a lot of different angles. I thought it was a very, very good discussion. Things that me, maybe you might have thought about. Maybe uh, you haven't. Uh, maybe it might even plus your experience of the movie. Who knows? 
Um, did you come up with anything else that we didn't mention? I thought we covered a lot of bases here. It was a very, very good discussion. So if you have something to add or if you agree or disagree, whatever we had said, we'd love to hear from you. MagicR8 gmail.com, man. Just, you know, just explore your thoughts. See what you think. Watch the movie. It doesn't matter if you, you, you don't have to watch it now. But maybe like a month or so down the road, or even if you get it out on DVD, we'd still love to hear your thoughts. Come back and listen to the show, show number 81, and we'd love to uh, explore this with you. All right, guys, you know what that music means. It's time to wrap up our show, man, and I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, it was a great, great discussion. I, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was. I, I, I enjoyed hearing everybody's thoughts. I enjoyed talking about the art itself. Not too many podcasts are going to be able to do that, especially with an artistic eye. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we thank ha, thank Eli for being on this to be able to nitpick, and Danny as well, to be able to discuss on that. But anyway, guys, uh, the show, magicourway.com or .net, either one, doesn't really matter. Visit our website, and you can find all things related to the Magic Our Way podcast. Uh, you can find our ways to communicate with us. You can find um, ways to download our show. You can find our merchandise where you can buy T-shirts and whatnot. And like I said, that contest will stand on. From the minute the show gets out, you got exactly a week. Send us uh, what you th- uh, the answers to the five clips, the five stages of uh, – d- what was it? Grief. Grief, thank you. Five stages of grief. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, let us know where those clips came from, man, and I'll send. I'll, well, I'll send you a shirt. I've been wanting to give away a shirt, so uh, have at it. Listen to it carefully, check it out, and we'd love to hear from you. Send an email at magicrwaygmail.com. Uh, but anyway, yeah, different ways to contact us. You can find it on the website, but I want to repeat it here just in case you're driving. Uh, magicrwaygmail.com is where you can send us an email or a voicemail or anything. You can record a file, a trip report, anything you want to do. Uh, a show opening, you know, Chief Wu called down the thunder and asked for a rest of you mountain my weekend people to uh, se- uh, to send us in a show opening. Also, to make sure you send us an email if you want to be counted amongst the my weekend tribe nation manifest. I am created that page and the list is starting uh, to form. And so, if you want to be counted, get your my weekend name. Send us uh, email. Give give us a little description about yourself, and we'll figure something out for you. Um, so anyway, yeah, give us a contact there. Also, too, you can if you go to our website, there's a little button on the right-hand side of the homepage. Uh, it's a speak pipe button, man. You can send a, a voicemail straight from your computer, man. It's very easy as pie. You click once, you record your message, you click again, and it sends it to us. You ain't got to do, you ain't got to create an email, anything else. Very, very easy. And last but not least, if you're calling us from a phone, whether it be landline or mobile, you can call us on one eight four four harambe That is one eight four four. Harambe. Give us a call on that. You can call us from any number. Leave us a voicemail as well there. Um, so anyway, I want to thank uh, our two, you know, other co-hosts, recurring guests, whatever you want to call them. But anyway, I call them our uh, one of them, our official travel agent. So Lee Lastavica, thank you for coming on our show. And you want to tell the listeners a little bit of what you got going on if they want to book a vacation or whatnot. Yes, guys. Uh, 2016 is going to be open on Monday. So if you guys are planning a January, February trip, maybe thinking about spring break, uh, even summertime, you know, uh, now is the time to plan it. Uh, the earlier you can plan it, the better. So if you want to uh, maybe get some quotes, uh, feel free to contact me, free, no obligation quotes. Uh, we'll check it out and see what that uh, vacation might uh, entail for you. You can uh, email me at lee at mmvagent.com. You can check out my Facebook 
at facebook.com slash Lasto Vico Travel. Can't even say my Lasto own last Vico. name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, L A S T O V I C A Travel. travel. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, dude. Uh, I think Lee's having a stroke. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Phone number 832 570 5490. Feel free to call me directly as well. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be just a Disney vacation, Lee. And we hadn't mentioned this in the show in a while, but you do book other vacations, yes? Yes, absolutely. I mean, maybe you want to go to Hawaii, you want to do a little Vegas, um, you know. And there's also, you know, things that Disney does that uh, you might not have thought out. Uh, Adventures by Disney, Disney, Hilton Head, um, Hawaii, stuff like that. So there's uh, there's other Disney uh, options as well. So, but it, just about anywhere you want to go, we can definitely make it happen. Yeah, and if you do want to book with Disney, Magical Moments Vacations is an earmarked travel agent, so you have safety in that. You know, you're dealing with uh, a Disney, I guess, certified. I don't know what the actual name, but they're earmarks the term that they use. But recognize what Disney is being a, a quality uh, travel agent to deal with, travel agent company to deal with. So uh, rest assured in that too, as well. And, of course, we got to thank our resident Marvel ace. we got Mr. Eli Ivory at ivorycomics.com. Eli, you want to give us the listeners a rundown of where they can find you and how they can get in touch with you or if they wanted to purchase some books, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, um, got some artwork on www.ivorycomics.com. Um, feel free to look me up on Facebook. Uh, Project Geisha is looking good. Uh, finish it up on the graphic novel there. Um and that's but, set to come out soon, as you said a couple of shows ago? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's already set for print. Uh, if now if some of your listeners are like, hey, I want to order something now, um, they could go through your you know, for, through your Facebook page. If they want to put some orders in through you guys, you know, sure. we can work it out that way. Um, I'm actually working on uh, rebuilding another website uh, to, you know, commemorate the book. Um, yep. So that should be out, and, you know. A few months so I could get it, you know, online and get a digital copy of it, all that other stuff. Like, you know, uh, the reply for for the book coming out has been pretty good. So I'm like, oh, boy. You awesome. Know, yeah. I got I to get on that some more. So, <laughs> And you're self-publishing this, right? Yeah. You're this is, all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I wrote it, um, drew it, got some. Uh, I support other artists. So I have some other artists that uh, I pay out of my own pocket Yeah. Uh, to go ahead and, you know, color it, letter it, everything like that. I'm all about, you know. The supporting the artists, you know, everybody's yeah. got to eat and, you know, get the craft out there. We can't all have, like, you know, a chance to announce our movie. You're you like know. Kevin when it comes to musicians. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, I you put them to work. I That's put them right. to work. I, you know, you got to eat. I got to eat, too. So That's right. a lot of sacrifice. Been made. It's been like three years in the making uh, for doing it. And I'm actually working on the script for the next one. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that there's my thing. So, yeah, if, if anybody wants to go ahead and place an order for the book uh-huh. uh, through your site, yeah, you know, you guys let me know, and uh, I can ship some stuff to them. But in the meantime, yeah, I figure about three months to your new website and uh, Project Geisha, keep an eye out. Yeah, you got to work out a contest for listeners at some point in time, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's true. Um, we have to come up with something good, yeah. Put it out, yeah, put it Definitely out there. worth it. But yeah, you want to check this out, guys. You want to check out these books. Support the Man, this is America, man. Small business. Support these guys. Got Doing to. it all himself. He doesn't, you know, he's not Marvel. He's not dealing with... 
DC or anything, but you know, mm. he's definitely putting out a quality product. So if you're a comic book fan, man, you want to add this to your library. So make sure you go ahead and do it. One more thing. Now, uh, there's some bonus content in the graphic novel that. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Lawless here uh, took part of too. So you know, you get to see some of his art as well on the on the strip we did. That's yep. right. So you know. And you, when, yeah, when we do this concept contest, we'll have him autograph it for you. How's that? There you go. Oh, so wow, by yeah. both of you guys. So, so there you supporting, go. So supporting two artists as on on the show. Yeah. So there you go. And this will be <laughs> a very big contest. So be prepared for when that happens, guys. It's coming. I'm teasing the dickens out of it, but it's coming. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's it's right. It's gonna happen, man. Mm. Put that in the package. Exactly. You can count on that. <laughs> <laughs> you <right>. dickens teaser. <laughs> you dickens teaser. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep it clean, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say something else, but that's uh, all right. Hey, I was going to say about uh, it. Yeah, make Danny just have to do more work. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, look, If uh, speaking of supporting the small guy, look, we do this all by ourselves. You know, Danny edits. You know, I work around the website. Lee does his thing. Eli does his thing. Um, but you want to support the show as a whole, you can go to our website. And I got a link on the right-hand side, Amazon link. Uh, if you're going to do some shopping on Amazon, all we ask you to do is just click on it, and it takes you right back to Amazon. That's it. And you support the show and any of your purchases and stuff. I guess we get a little bit of that. And then, you know, every little bit counts, man. We're, that's all we do. If you want to buy some shirts, we got it up on our website. Or you can find us on Spreadshirt. That's where we got our shirts based out of. And they'll send it directly to you. Or if you don't want to buy a shirt, you can buy a coffee mug with our logo on it. So whatever you want to do. makes great gifts. Father's Day is coming or maybe had passed by the time you listen to this. But somebody's birthday is coming. And Christmas is right down the corner. So you might as well get some Magic RA products. Uh, to put under that Christmas tree or Hanukkah or whatever else, you know, get all eight nights of Hanukkah. Is it eight nights or seven? I don't know. I'm not, eight crazy eight. nights. That's yes, right. That's eight, right. Eight crazy nights. Yeah. So get eight Magic Railway different gifts for your. That's right. Your put kiddos. a smile on eight people's faces. Exactly. Or yeah. one person eight times. Yeah. Yeah. Either one. However you want to do it, I'll leave that to your option. But all that helps the show function, and we wouldn't couldn't do it without you listeners. And if we could ask one last thing. Uh, if you listen to us iTunes or Stitch or whatever else, please leave us a rating and a review. It just does nothing but help the show, and it doesn't even cost you anything. So all you got to do is spend a couple of minutes of your time, put a, click on some stars, write some words down of saying, hey, magic our way this, magic our way that, and that's it. You're done. Uh, keeps us relevant and keeps us on the front pages of everybody's minds when they search for Disney podcasts. So anyway, with that being said, my name is Kevin. And I am Danny. Magic out.